In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on Toginet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. And now, here's your host, Lou Paget. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining me this evening. Earlier um, last week, I ended up attending two of the kind of standard annual uh, trade shows that are for um, adult novelty products. Both of them happen to be here in Los Angeles. And one of the things, I always go to see what's new, what's not, who's copied what, because, you know, we all have our trade shows. Mine just happens to be in the area of, you know, toys and novelties. And what I really look for are who are the manufacturers who actually do exactly what they say they're going to do. Who is it that has a product that, that you know, another thing I like to do, as someone who sells product, I like to go directly only to manufacturers. It's my preference because in that way, I know that I am getting the person who can say yes, and what I'm also getting is the person who can tell me what is in things, where they are, you know, delivered to, because often when you just get from a distributor or a store, they'll tell you it sells well. Well, that's nice, but we want to know, does it work well? That's my number one thing. And in my company, frankly speaking, I look for, I have the attitude that information in this area, the frank of frankly speaking stands for, it should give you freedom, be respectful, accurate, non-judgmental knowledge. And with that in mind, that is why my guest this evening is a colleague and an exhibitor. She has created a product called Good Clean Love. And for those of you who are on live, you can go and look at her site. It'll come up if you put it in. It's usually the first thing that'll come up. And she has created a product that was based on her own desire to expand her relationship. But we'll go into a lot more detail on that. And it is organic. So, Wendy, I'm assuming that you're on with me. Hey, Lou. <laughs> and I trust your travels back up. We're, we're smooth and simple. Yeah, easy. Thanks. Good. <laughs> so nice so, to get home. Oh, I bet after having been away. You were away for almost a week? Uh, like five days. Ah, that's, that's long enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's long enough. So... Wendy, 
Now, tell me how to do the enunciation on your surname, because I've always known you as Wendy, and I've never said your surname. It's Strigar, S-T-R-G-A-R, and it's Slovenian. Oh, and they don't so- buy vowels there. Exactly. They, they build the they build the vowels into the. It's my husband's last name. Actually, it took me years to decide to use it, but. Oh, did it really? <laughs> yeah, because you know, you, it's like it doesn't matter who you're talking to. Everybody thinks they're spelling it wrong because it's missing a vowel. <laughs> so now, when I tell people how to spell it, I say it's S T R no vowel G A R. That's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for that nice uh, introduction. And yeah, I started Good Clean Love because I was looking for products that wouldn't make me sick. And, um, I, you know, I didn't know at the time that, you know, I had allergies to petrochemicals and parabens. Mm-hmm. Um, I, did, I mean, I didn't really, I had never really studied the ingredient base of, you know, most intimacy products on the market. I just knew that when I used those products, you know, stuff my doctor would give me or stuff I would get in a drugstore or, a, you know, even in an adult shop, I would have this terrible itching and burning. Um, sometimes that would last for hours afterwards. Ouch. And, um, yeah, it was, so, you know, I was, I, I was really motivated by saving my own sex life and my own marriage. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, in the process, you know, kind of opened my own little lab in my kitchen trying to find things that would work um, that didn't make me sick. So, so that we're was talking eight about years ago, actually, that was how many when years I ago? started that. It was eight years ago. When I started doing that stuff in my house, and um, uh, and you know now here I am still talking about it, but it was a great, incredible learning process, you know, to go through and sort of start to understand, you know, I mean, like I said, uh, now today I could tell you that, you know, some 50 million people have some kind of sexual dysfunction, and you know, at the time I didn't have that definition, but you know, if you have pain with sex or uh, dryness, vaginal dryness or low libido, mm-hmm. you know, if you get any one of those symptoms, oftentimes it'll combine into um, any those other symptoms just come along for the ride. And right. a lot of times that's like your your tissues already really sensitized mm-hmm. so that, um, you know, then those petrochemicals and parabens can really be irritating to that skin, and which is, you know, the most sensitive skin in your whole body. You know, your genital tissue is the most sensitive skin in the whole body. So, um so, so when you're talking, can, let, let me just ask and say, get some clarification for any listeners. When you're saying the things that have the parabens and the petrochemicals in them, we're talking about over-the-counter purchased lubricants or given to you, direct, correct? Yeah, yeah, like anything from KY products. Most mm-hmm. of those, if you look at the ingredient panel, you'll see many of those, if not most, are still preserved in methyl and propyl paraben, even mm-hmm. though that's been clearly recognized as carcinogenic and even found in breast cancerous tissue. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some countries, you know, parabens are illegal, actually. And, you know, to, to be fair, many manufacturers are producing products without those now because they can see the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. So I've seen that happen during the course of the time I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. and um, But, you know, even all the glycols that make up those products, so the propylene glycol, the polyethylene glycol, those ingredients, um, you know, are found in things like brake fluid and oven cleaner. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm just guessing that it wasn't a woman kind of designing those products for the most sensitive tissue in her body, you know. Do you think? <laughs> so... Um, well, 
But, you know, here's the thing. A lot of people use those product ingredients and don't have any issues with them. You know, and those, you know, I would say that, you know, it's a sensitivity thing, just like any kinds of sensitivity. But I know for a fact that, you know, if you are... Um, if you're suffering with any of those sexual dysfunction symptoms, then you're much more likely to be sensitive to those ingredients. So it's just kind of a double whammy, you know. Right. Well, here's, here's what we know is that when your system becomes sensitized, then it becomes sensitized to even smaller amounts of it. And then exactly. you have a larger reaction to it. Right. And, I mean, the reason I do not recommend Astroglide is because of one component part in it, um, uh, uh, polyquaternium. Yeah, and, and that's another ingredient that you see frequently, which mm -hmm. is um, uh, like formaldehyde. That's a form mm -hmm. of formaldehyde. Oh, charming. You, well, you know, when we, when we talk about this and we talk about dealing with making sure that women get, you know, the right information for themselves and for their bodies, again, it is invariably motivated by someone who has a personal interest and goes, you know what, this isn't out there. Well, yeah, so, you know, if only I had been better at execution at the time, you know, but I really did start this business because I was trying to solve my own personal problem. You know, necessity was the mother of invention. You know, mm -hmm. I knew that even without having all the things I could say about sex and relationships now, I knew just intuitively that when there was no sex, things were much rougher for us. You know, well, you have four children. I had four children at the time, exactly. And so I, you know, I gr had grown up in a divorce and really didn't want to repeat the same uh, history. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that a vital sex life was important for my health and my marriage. And so I was really highly motivated for that reason. And, you know, I, you know, whatever, you walked the floor the other day at mm -hmm. these two shows, and, you know, I could pretty much assure you that most of the other people that are selling uh, whatever ingredients they have in their lubricants are doing it because they're trying to make money. Hey, There's nothing you know, wrong with that, and that actually explains why there's so many bad ingredients in the market. But, um, but you know, for me, it was really a health concern that I was trying to address. Well, when we were walking the show, and, you know, one was in Burbank and one was in um, Pasadena, mm -hmm. the Adult Novelty Manufacturers Expo, I was commenting to you there is a company based out of uh, north of Toronto who represents itself as being... Um, intimately organic, and I had a direct conversation with the woman who runs the company, and I asked her specifically how she chose this, you know, the particular ingredients and what their organic nature was, and we're going to cover all of this organic stuff when we come back. Our first break is going to be in about two minutes, but when I asked her, I said, how did you choose them, and, and what was your basis for choosing them, mm -hmm. and when and when I finally, when she finally answered, her comma was, she didn't make the choices at all. It was her chemist, mm -hmm. and it wasn't that they were organic. Yeah. And so that you'll find, like, prolifically in the adult market, where people are using words like organic and natural that have no basis in reality, but because there's so little checks and balances in that industry, you can say whatever you want. You know, right. it's... You know, when you come back from your break, I'll explain to you how that's really going to start to change dramatically because of some new regulations that Whole Foods actually has been behind. And, you know, our first market was actually the natural market. So we've really had to sort of stay in step with what, you know, the, the sort of the leaders of this space. And, uh, and I think at some point, you know, that will trickle into the adult space. 
Well, it, it, I don't think there's any doubt that it could because here's the deal. It's usually women and or mothers who are dealing with the health issues of families and they are going to be the person who's going to say, you know what, I'm going to talk to my other friends and moms and, you know, women yeah. operate by moccasin telegraph to yeah. one another and say, look, try this, don't try that. No, 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 you don't use that one. And women do a they do their yeah. connecting based on relationship. Now, we have 15 seconds until our break. My guest tonight is Wendy Sturger with Good Clean Love, and we will be right back after the break and after I figure out how to say her surname correctly. <laughs> <laughs> This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Why do I feel so lousy? Why are my medications working? Why can't my doctor figure me out? These are just a few of the questions Dr. Kevin Connors will be exploring in Dr. Kevin Connors Live every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. The author of the book, Help My Body is Killing Me, solving the connections of autoimmune disease to thyroid problems, fibromyalgia, depression, ADD, ADHD, and more. He'll dig into these and many other conditions to dissect the mechanisms of your problems. Giving God the glory and looking for answers to make you look and feel better. To make you feel whole again. For more on him, his book, and the show, check out UpperRoomWellness.com. Never be satisfied with a diagnosis. There is always a reason behind it. And if you can alter the mechanisms that led you down your current path, we can change your future. It's Dr. Kevin Connors, live, Monday nights at 9, 10 Central, here on Togginet.com. Hey, moms, get ready for Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, on Togginet.com. Living the Dream Mom is about the true realities of motherhood, the beauty and the rewards of watching your children grow. All these moms have something in common. They put their kids first. It's not about the kids all the time and the diapers and the bottles and the breastfeeding. It's about showcasing the mother in motherhood. Real moms in the real world. You get it? Now that's what the show is about. So every week, let's get together and we'll share these great stories with you guys. And I hope by the end of the show, you'll be saying, you know what? That is my life. Nina gets it. And I can't hardly wait to see what she brings me next week. Don't miss the next Living the Dream Mom. It's real moms in the real world. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. 
Tonight, my guest is Wendy Sturger, and she is the CEO and founder of Good Clean Love. And what we were talking about before the break is the definitions of organic and how there is now things in the works to have that term remain, you know, to, to have it actually mean what it's supposed to mean, as opposed to, as you said, Wendy, how natural now means basically nothing if they put it on a label. Exactly. So, you know, um, it's actually sort of been a movement generated by, you know, Whole Foods is one of the main retailers in that space, mm-hmm. um, so that they can self-regulate in the absence of the FDA really becoming clear and determining what's okay, you know, the Whole Foods is sort of taking the step and, and, you know, because anybody who sells natural organic wants to be in Whole Foods. And I would have to say from all of the companies that I've sell to, and like I said, the majority were on the natural side for a very long time. Um, because, you know, when I first came to the adult industry years ago when I first met you, um, mm-hmm. people thought I was a nut. You know, they're just like, you know, they're like, they're like you're not even doing sex. What are you doing here? And, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, and when I would talk about ingredients, it was pretty meaning, meaningless to them. And mm-hmm. I was all about relational love as the basis of, you know, sexual pleasure. And that was all really pretty foreign to that space at the time. And uh, I'm, I have to say that when I came back, this year, I was just really surprised that I not only lived to see it, but just how far the adult industry has turned back to sort of an awareness of ingredients and, um, and, you know, this idea that couples, you know, are the people they're trying to sell to. So, you know, that's been a really huge change, and uh, and it really put us kind of in a real authentic leadership spot because, you know, we've been doing this on the other side for such a long time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what Whole Foods did is they came up with these regulations, and they were just launched in June or July, I think just last month, um, about packaging labels and how you have to record your certifier and you actually have to provide proof of certification. And you can't just say those words. And in fact, mm-hmm. even companies that you know have been in the organic industry for years and years, um, because when you're making a personal care product, you're, you're compelled to use a preservative, mm-hmm. and because it's unsafe. Otherwise, with mostly water-based products, you have to have a preservative. And the FDA has not determined what preservatives are legitimate yet, the ones that they'll consider safe or for use with organics. And so what that means is that you can't actually even have the word organic, even if you have organic ingredients on your front label, to be in a Whole Foods store anymore. So whereas my product has said 95% organic for quite a while, it'll only be able to say that on the back panel now. And, in fact, we have moved to an organic, a certified organic lab, and I feel pretty much 100% confident that we're probably the only lubricant made in the U.S. in a certified organic lab. So the reason we did that is because... How do you you get your record certification and proof of certification? Well, you just have to work with the labs and where they're getting the ingredients, and those have to be certified. And, you know, it's just, you know, regulations and red tape. And, you know, I mean, to be fair, a lot of it, you know, is uh, just it's a money-making activity like anything, you know, getting into the organic games pretty expensive and so you know um, you know an ingredient like glycerin for instance which is not really a top ingredient that you want to use as a lubricant but it's fairly widely used mm-hmm. um, 
you know, um, Joe Systems, for instance, just right. launched an organic variety, and their primary ingredient is organic glycerin. Well, well that's like just almost an oxymoron. First okay, of all, well, you probably don't want to use that ingredient because it's going to be susceptible to yeast infections when it's the first ingredient in the bottle. And, you know, I'm sure many women uh, listeners already know that. But, mm-hmm. you know, the idea that it's organic, it's just like, you know, how much did they pay for what certification? I mean, you know, some ingredients just aren't even, don't really exist organically. You know, for a long time I was buying kosher glycerin, which was pretty close to organic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was just about a price per pound. But, you know, I don't know. So, you know, again, I feel like um, what you were saying about um, organic uh, intimates, intimate organics, mm-hmm. you know, is really kind of the standard fare in the adult space where people make up their own little stamp that says organic on it. And, hey. you know, and, um, but, you know, you ask the people who own the company, you know, did they even think about it? Did they even use the product? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, my feeling is if I can't use it, why would I sell it? You well, know? what Joe so, Systems? You know the, the story yeah. behind Joe Systems? Mm-hmm. They got, they, this is where they came in. This was a group of men who had huge interest in grocery store distribution chains. Oh, so really? they were looking for another way to enhance and increase their bottom line. So when yeah, they first, mm-hmm. first came out, they had a product that was a warming product. And when I asked the rep, I said, what is the active ingredient that is warming, it was capsaicin, which is red hot chili peppers. Yeah. And, yeah, and I know. How much do you want to put that in your vaginal tissue, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm I know. Sure actually, there's actually sauce. another product. Did you see this product on ON? Yes. You know, that's another one they claim to be all natural. But, you know, I actually really am sort of the formulator behind my products, which mm-hmm. is not to say that I don't work with labs. But I really direct what goes in and what doesn't go in. And, you know, a lot of our products are essential oil-based. And so, um, you know, I I know, I mean, I, you know, I'm an aromatherapist, uh, you know, a lay aromatherapist. And, you know, you would never in a million years put together a product that's more than one and a half or two percent uh, dilution, you know, because it's just, you know, essential oils are living substances. They're like medicines. Mm-hmm. And this guy put together this, you know, this cinnamon and rosemary and some other secret ingredient that makes you numb and um, tingly for your clitoris. And at easily 5%, if not 10% dilution. So, you know, it's like, I guess you're going to have pretty great orgasms because you're going to be, like, on fire. <laughs> you know? So, you know, I actually put a little on my tongue and um, because he's like, yeah, you got to try it on your tongue. So I put a little on my tongue, and I got that. But then since I've been home, I have this sore in my mouth. Oh, I don't know no. that it's associated, but now I'm not so eager to try it. Um, well, here's the thing that, again, the manufacturing of these, when I ask... Is because when when also they can't really use the term lubricant unless they have my understanding is a 510k FDA saying that they have had the tissue um, that they've done all of the testing and no tissue irritation and none of the ingredients have caused irritation no, for actually, a period I of time. That true. That's only true if it's a medical device. But so, but, an F, but but that's what Jackie ended up getting for her her product. Uh-huh, as a medical device. But mm-hmm. Jackie, actually, I like her a lot. I love her writing. Her ingredients are glycols and parabens. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, the thing is, is that KY, you know, Johnson & Johnson, which is sort of the, the gorilla in this industry, you know, has already paid for all that testing. So if you're in line with that testing, um, then it's pretty easy to get that through. But my natural ingredients, I'd have to do way more sort of brand-new testing on every ingredient to get mm-hmm. that same medical-grade certification. Um, so, well, so it's just kind of a weird... It's a weird space. And, you know, what you were talking about, the Joe system, you know, I mean, we don't really have any figures because everybody is independently owned. So mm-hmm. it's not like you can track the industry. But, you know, you, we we know that the adult industry, which used to be predominantly video, and now all this video money that they're not doing video anymore because there's so much free pornography online, is going into, you know, everybody and their brothers making vibrators or mm-hmm. or lubricants now because they're just trying to branch out. And, you know, and it's a huge, huge money-making situation. Uh, you know, just in, in probably in the billions of dollars. And so, um, but, you know, I mean, just lubricant market alone in the U.S. that can be tracked, mostly OTC lubes, is $170 million. But I don't even think that considers what's happening in the adult side. Um, probably not. And here's the other thing that we've also seen as an involvement with, you know, the, the Internet being the source now for so much of the the free adult material that, again, Mm -hmm. you know, the videos are going Mm -hmm. like the way of the dodo bird. Mm -hmm. The other thing that these manufacturers have done is they have tried to jump on the bandwagon and represent themselves as doing sex education. Right, actually. So that's kind of what I was talking about earlier, where, you know, um, you know, the industry... You know, I really was have been doing sexual health since the beginning. And, you know, I have to say at the very beginning, I was afraid to say what the ingredient thing was because I thought somebody would sue me if I talked about, you know, the difference of what other companies were doing and what I was doing. So it took me a long time to feel like I could even speak out. But, you know, um, sexual health is sort of the new buzzword. And, um, you know, and so you're right. There, There's just a lot of kind of false claims being made um, about what sexual health means or or, mm-hmm. or how to cultivate it um, in the context of that industry. Right. So, now, for, we have two minutes until our, our mid-break um, break. Now, for, and what I'd like to do when we come back, we have one minute actually, is to do a discussion of what ingredients to look for, what mm-hmm. to be careful about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because many times people just go into complete overwhelm when mm-hmm. they think of what they're supposed to do or not supposed to do. Well, and the other thing is is that the market is so inundated that it's really hard to, when you're looking at a 40-foot wall of lubes, you know, Which how do one? you know? I mean, it's so overwhelming, you know. I mean, I'm overwhelmed when I'm looking at that. Um, so, and you know what yeah, you're we could definitely at. talk about different brands to look at and ingredients. And then I hope we can get a little bit of time to talk about what really motivates me in the business, which is helping people really learn how to love each other because really the best sex you can get is with somebody with your eyes wide open who loves you. It's without even bells or whistles or any toys or anything else. Um, you know, um, how, you know, my whole approach to sexuality is really tied to, you know, what it means to really good, clean, love somebody. That is what we will, we will come back with both of these when we return from our break. 
This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom, Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central, on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. My guest this evening is Wendy Sturgar, and she is the CEO and founder of Good Clean Love, which is an organic lubricant born of her wanting to have a product for herself and to enhance her intimacy because she kept having problems with any parabens and petrochemicals in it. So, Wendy, what I'd like you to do now is... Explain. Give some options so people know what to look for, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, for ingredients, you know, what you want to look at on your bottle is, especially if you have irritation when you use it, because there's actually been some studies done in the last year that have shown that um, some of these ingredients have been responsible for actually eroding both cervical and anal tissue when you use them. So when you get that burning and itching pain, it's actually doing something to that tissue. And, um, and Pay so I feel like that's really important to know. And um, so the ingredients that you, you know, if anything ends in a glycol, polyethylene glycol, propylene glycol, those might be ingredients that you're sensitive to. 
And if you're being polyquat, that's another one that's a formaldehyde base. Um, you know, and um, so, and then there's, uh, you know, methyl and propylparaben. You really don't want to use stuff like that, especially if you're nursing or, bre- you know, breastfeeding or, you know, in that sort of re- reproduction cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, you know, uh, a couple of some, so our, and it's not just ours, there's several brands that are like competing in this natural space now. And so, you know, we have xanthan gum, agar, and, and aloe vera as our primary base. And there's several products that, ha- that share some of those ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, uh, and there's hydroxyethyl cellulose, which is another ingredient that is being more and more widely used, which I think is a pretty good ingredient, pretty safe. Um, and, uh, you know, the best preservatives I think to look for right now are uh, benzoic acid and potassium sorbate. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's kind of where they've evolved to. That's as safe as it gets right now. Um, but, um, you know, if, if you see um, a product that says it's just preserved with grapefruit seed extract or citric mm-hmm. acid, then um, I would be suspicious of that because, um, you know, in lab testing, a lot of times we see that that's actually cut with parabens. Because oh. it's really not viable enough um, on its own. So if a product says that's what it's preserved with, I would, I would question that. Okay. Because, um, you know, really it's like, you know, if you go and say you're a medical device, then, as you said earlier, you have to go through all this testing. But if you're just a product that's sold over the counter in an adult store or in a natural store or in a drug store, then it's a personal care product, and it's not really being controlled by the FDA. So that's really important to know. So people can say and do things and... Um, and really, it's the consumer has to beware. Well, and here's so, the thing. We may have great search engines, and we may be able to pull up all kinds of information, but what we now have is, like, one of the things I want to do with my show here is help people become more educated consumers in the area of their relationships and sexuality right. because this field is just fraught with misinformation. Yeah, no, it's so true. And so, you know, getting back to what I was talking about before about good, clean love, you know, mm-hmm. we've spent all this time talking about lubricants, and that's certainly an important product and topic because 80% of the population uses them. People understand what those are for. But, you know, the company actually started with love oils and uh, pleasure butters and other products that actually, because um, that was the first product I understood and was and, and actually worked for me. And so those products are made with, um, apricot kernel oil and jojoba oil, and this is like where people really need more education because um, you know the best lubricant in the world is only good enough if you're ready to be penetrated. It's a penetration mm-hmm. device, but many many women and men too actually suffer with libido issues and being able to access that sexual drive. And so if you look at any history book, and I know you know about this because of your own writing, um, mm-hmm. you know sexuality has always been deeply and intimately connected to, uh, to our sense of smell. Actually, our sense of smell is where our sexuality awakens in our brain. So at the top of our nose is our olfactory bulb, which is our limbic brain. And, mm-hmm. and in our limbic brain is where we get stimulated sexually, emotionally, and, that, you know, and where we smell. So that's where we remember and where we have our sexual arousal wake up and where our emotions kind of get generated. So that's an incredibly powerful 
primitive part of the brain, and what you smell actually gets to that center of your brain faster than you feel somebody pinching you. So that's how primary it is. And so we use these products with essential oils, you know, therapeutic-grade essential oils that, that do that, that go right from your nose into that limbic part of your brain and wake up your arousal mechanism. And, you know, our love oils, I think I tried some on you, are really cool because they mm-hmm. smell different on everybody that wears them because everybody has their own pheromones, everybody has their own biology, and when you combine your scent with somebody else, you create a scent that's unique to the couple and changes all of your body. So what you're doing basically by using love oils or body candy or even the love oil you can make yourself. I mean, you can use some nice natural oil like olive oil or, you know, like I said, we use apricot kernel jojoba oil and, you know, use a small dilution of your favorite essential oil. You get the same response. We just packaged it with some old aphrodisiac um, blends that have been used for centuries. So, um, uh, so, but, you know, this is like when people come to my booth, a lot of times they're thinking lube because that's what we think about, and then they try the love oils on, and they're like, oh, I mean, they, they really get it when they, they, when they experience that sense of smell and just how different and unique everybody's scent is. And, and it's so cute when couples come in and they try it together, and they're like, oh, you smell so good. So it's like they already did smell good to each other because, really, think about it. You couldn't possibly kiss somebody who smells bad to you. Oh, that's, usually, that's usually a turn-off. <laughs> well, the thing about it is that it's actually a biological imperative. God made it that way because if somebody smells bad to you, they are actually the worst possible biological match for you. So, you know, we're still animals. That's the thing. And, you know, kissing, actually, many of the historians, the philematology, which is the history of kissing, will tell you that kissing um, actually originated from smelling. That was how you knew if you could mate with somebody. So anyway, what, what our products do is heighten that sort of sense of smell. And the other thing that they do is they extend the time you love somebody. So, you know, a lubricant is like for the, for the last act. It's for the grand finale. But if you jump right to penetration, you know, and somebody's not ready, and I mean, and you know as a sex therapist and author of so many great books that, you know, one to four minutes of foreplay is not going to do it. And that's no. the average in this country. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, and I just had a great conversation with David Schnark today on my own show, Lunch with the Loveologist, that you're going to join me on. And he was just saying that a lot of times we're afraid of, we want sex, but we're afraid of intimacy. And foreplay is how we establish our parameters of really getting to see what's in somebody's erotic brain. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I really encourage people to, like, think of their sexual time as a three-course meal. You know, you start with love oil and you, you smell and you touch. Any body part oily is way sexier than that same body part dry. And, you know, and then you use body candy. We call it oral pleasure balm, you know, for oral sex or anywhere you would kiss somebody. All this time you're getting this great information through your nose into your limbic brain, and it's literally like opening a floodgate to your uh, to your fantasy space and to what it feels like to be aroused. And so I, you know, I just say to people, listen, you know, when you reach for a bottle of lube, you should be like, I can't stand it anymore. Then the lube can do the job for you. <laughs> okay. Now, but it it is so true. I don't think many people realize that the immediacy of the smell of an essential oil goes right into the area of the brain that yeah. gets activated. So you yeah. don't have to eat something that has to go through your entire system. It is boom. And on your site, yeah. Good Clean Love, there's the, you know, the aphrodisiac love oils, you know, the edible body candy. Right. And, you know, you have a great site. 
Thank you. Actually, in my new magazine, Good Clean Love, the daily at Good Clean Love, um, you know, my real passion, as you know, Lou, is really about writing and teaching about love because, mm-hmm. you know, when people would come to my booth and ask me about um, products, really, in the end, they really weren't asking me, how do I use this lube or, you know, even this love oil. What they were asking me was really hard questions like, why won't my wife have sex with me? How come my partner won't talk to me? You know, and having been married for 30 years and and having four teenagers around me, you know, it's like I actually work with those questions all the time. So I started making a stab at it, and really that's how we've grown our brand is through the sex and relationship education that I've done over all these years. Mm-hmm. And I think I gave you my book, didn't I? Love that word. No, I, I haven't seen it. Okay, well, I have to send you one so we can talk about it more. Yeah, talk about it when, when I'm on your show. <laughs> yeah, um, but I just finished this book called Love That Works, A Guide to Enduring Intimacy, and even though it's got some great chapters about, you know, sex and orgasm, you know, the beginning of the book is how I kind of got to teach people about how, you know, it's like they always wondered, why don't I have any fire in my relationship? That's how I would talk about it so I could, you know, not be censored. You know, so I talk about the sex as the fire. But here's the thing, when you think about building a fire, it's an ecology. So the ground that you build the fire on is the how you think about your partner and your relationship. And the air of the fire is how you communicate. So if you're not self-disclosing or saying anything meaningful to each other, there's no air for the fire. And the water in the, in the, in the relationship is how you show up for each other. And that's like how you feel like you can be safe and really dive into the mystery of what it is to be sexual. And so I always feel like a lot of times people feel like, oh, I have to leave this relationship. You know, the fire's not working. The sex isn't happening. There's no, you know, I'm bored, whatever. But the problem is almost always someplace else in the ecology. And you and I were talking about that when we were together about how, how so often, um, you know, people have such bad thoughts about each other. Oh, you know, that's we did speak about that, and you know, the issue when, as you and I both know, you when you talk about the air and how you communicate, one of the things you can never, ever, ever do is take back words you said. I mean, we've got totally. probably thirty seconds until till our next till our final break. Thirty seconds, but mm-hmm. and we'll talk about you know the things that you that you know and how you would guide someone on how do they get back and how do they create their own fire and their own ecology yeah that would be great um that's my passion anyway that's the part that most inspires me so totally excited to share that (laughs) so my guest this evening is wendy strugar and she is the ceo of good clean love when we come back we're going to give you her step-by-step ways to create your fire in your own relationship step-by-step please stay with us This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Connect with Juliana and connect with what lies beneath. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 central on toginet.com. Juliana is a marriage, family, and child therapist who wants people to connect. Connect with what lies beneath, those truths and answers. And through her counseling practice, she has helped others find their personal power and fulfill their dreams. And she wants to do the same for you. Here on Connect with Juliana. 
through intimate discussions, intriguing subject matters, and the expertise of her guests. For more on the show and Juliana, check out her webpage. Connect with JulianaInMedia.com. Juliana will cover it all. Nothing is off limits. She wants to know what matters to you. Make the connection. Tune in to TogiNet to connect with Juliana to find out the facts that could be hidden beneath the surface. Connect with Juliana on TogiNet to make a quality connection in your life. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 central on TogiNet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on TogiNet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. Tonight, Wendy Stergar, uh, CEO of Good Clean Love, and I are talking about her product, her organic product, uh, Producta. And before the break, we're talking about the thing that is her absolute passion is helping other couples connect and bring back love into their lives. And, you know, also, you know, we also spoke, Wendy, that gratitude is another thing. That... Huge, actually. I'm, I, I told you I'm on the summer of gratitude thing mm-hmm. that I'm working on. And actually, I'm going to launch a contest on one of the sites I write on, Care2, where actually all these manufacturers at the shows gave me these toys and stuff to give away for mm-hmm. the best gratitude stories. So um, I'm pretty excited to do that. But, you know, let me back up a little bit and tell you again, you know, so I used to go around and do all these green festivals and, you know, these sort of natural shows. And, you know, inevitably people, and I was the only one ever there talking about sex, even, you know, among gynecologists. Frequently I was the only one actually talking about sex, which is an ironic statement. But, um, and, you know, people would really, you know, it's like, it's just like you know because of the, the questions people ask you. You know, we have all these questions and this, you know, we're the, the most mysterious and challenging part of our life for most of us is our most intimate relationships. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, most of us haven't had great models for how those work. And, um, and, and many people don't even have a, a really good framework to think about how to make it work. And so as I was traveling around and sort of toting my 200 pounds of love products behind me on a... <laughs> On a pet trolley, um, I uh, I would you know I would reason and and this this whole methodology about the ecology of love came to me, and partly because I was trying to do my own marriage work at the same time, but. Um, uh-huh. 
And so, you know, the like I was saying, the ground of the relationship is how we think. And, you know, the Buddha said it, and, you know, you were talking about all this important work you've been doing about, you know, what you think about and how you think, and uh, it just affects your whole life. It, it is your life, actually. It, you it know, is. What happens between your ears and behind your eyes is way bigger than anything that happens with your senses around you. And so... Um, so, so that's the first thing, and and so many couples, you know, David Schnark today was calling it uh, normal marital sadism. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, which you know, which is what happens when people get into a gridlock in their relationship, and they're they they feel backed into a corner, and people just get mean to each other, you know, and you know, you see it in the stores, like you know, in Walmart or any of those kind of big box stores where you just can't even believe how people are talking to each other. They wouldn't talk to the cashier that way. No, um, but, no, and but we we talk to each other in such disrespectful ways, and so you know, so that was one thing that I, I I would see in my booth. People would come in and they'd ask me, well, what product would work? And I could see from the way they were talking to each other that there wasn't a product in the world I could give them that would work. Thank and you. So, I, I love how people so, uh, so want to I look outside the themselves. You know, I would tell them the truth. I would say, you know, here's the thing. I'd love to sell you this stuff and tell you this is what's going to happen, but the truth is that, like, just like a lubricant is only as good as your desire to be penetrated, you know, love products are only really useful if you actually have some loving feelings towards somebody, you know. And, Thank you. Um, and so, so, you know, so that and then this idea of, you know, how we communicate and what we communicate. And, um, and uh, you know, I think it's in many ways secondary to how we think because, you know, we reflect back out from us what we're thinking, really, even when we don't intend to. You mm-hmm. know, whether it's how we say it or the actual words we use, you know, people know what's really going on. And that's why, you know, almost every affair that's ever been ha- ever had has always been found out. We don't really keep secrets from each other, you know, or, or if you do at the cost of sort of splitting yourself off into, you know, 700 pieces, you know, that takes, I mean, you know, that's a form of insanity. So, um... So I, uh, I, I, I completely agree with you that, Pate, the words are one thing, but even if your words aren't saying it, your behaviors are. Yeah, totally. And so, you know, and, you know, and, the, and the idea of showing up for somebody in a relationship, you know, that means so many different things to so many different people. So, you know, for me, maybe it means that, you know, my husband would, you know, watch a chick flick with me or, you know, um, but, you know, it doesn't really matter what it means. It just, it just matters that you come to agree about right. what it means to each of you so that you can each manage to do it. And it's not like it's reasonable to expect somebody's going to show up all the time for you. You know, it's, but, but if you think of the ocean and the ebb and flow, you know, sometimes the water's out, but if it never comes back in, then people don't feel like there's anybody at their back. And mm-hmm. how can you open to sort of this most mysterious place inside of you if you don't feel like somebody's really at your back? You can't do it. But it, and that's, and I don't care how many therapy sessions people have, if they're not willing to do a really honest review of what is going on in their relationship and what their part in it is, yeah. there isn't enough therapy or enough vibes or enough anything yeah. else. And as you said before, people say, you know, they didn't have, you know, the, the component parts or the heat in their own relationship. Well, they carry that same thing into the next relationship. It's not going to be any different. Well, it's true. And, you know, the thing about it, and um, 
I don't know if you've seen this book yet, but I just had this radio show today with this David Schnark who did Passionate Marriage. And mm-hmm. you know, so no, I know, people, I know their work. So many people are so negative about monogamy and about marriage. You know, I mean, even if you look for quotes about marriage, you can't believe how many negative remarks there are. You know, and I know that there are so many bad marriages, but really it's like marriage and a commitment to somebody is really a, a reflection, if it's anything, it's a reflection of how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. And in fact, you know, the, the basis of any really good relationship is not that you're trying to become more like your partner or wanting them to be like you or needing them to validate who you are. It's that you actually have the courage to actually know yourself and hold on to yourself and to soothe yourself when things aren't working so that you can be a separate person coming into a relationship and hopefully be cultivating this space of, you know, self-respect and self-love. Because I'll tell you what, if you don't have that, you know, it's like it all comes back to this. And all of the great magical, you know, I mean, mystical leaders in the world, you know, it's like you reflect as a mirror who you are inside. And that mm-hmm. is actually the core and essence of loving somebody. If it doesn't start inside of you, there's no way somebody can love you enough. I mean, the thing that I've been witnessing so much lately is how many people have like just like a Mack truck of love coming at them, and they cannot even feel it. Right. They can't even see it because they don't have any of it inside of themselves. Well, their, their ability to receive it is simply not there. It's right. kind of like there's, exactly. no, there's no ramp for it to be offloaded. Yeah, and so, you know, literally you could be run over with love and not have, have any visceral experience whatsoever for it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's how we were having that nice chat the other day about gratitude because that is one of the, one of the most direct routes to really bearing witness to being loved. As mm-hmm. to any kind of pleasure, sexual pleasure included, but it's like to really not take it for granted. You know? No, that's but a, that's actually a... really have a sense of oh my god, this is what love is. Thank and you. you know what what you and I both know is that taking things for granted is a very slippery slope. Oh, totally. And yeah. if you start, and I remember having one man say to me, the thing that was the biggest wake-up call for him in his marriage, he said, is when we both started taking one another for granted. And he said that, and he said it had gotten to the point that they, you know, that the marriage didn't last. But here's the other thing, Wendy, I think people need to also be honest about, why they are in the relationship in the first place. Because many people decide to go into a marriage when they are not clean about why they're going into it. Well, but it's because that all comes back to the same place, right? Of mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you have this big hole inside of you and you feel like something is going to somehow, you know, a relationship is going to make you either whole or full or vindicate you or somehow make you feel better about yourself. I mean, no relationships can do that. I mean, maybe for the first 60 days or 90 days, you've got that whole euphoric in love thing where everybody seems perfect. But, you know, that's a biological response. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not one you can generate and it's not one that you can keep, you know. So at the end of the day, you know, what you're doing in a relationship has everything to do with what you're doing with yourself. Now, for you with gratitude, how are you using that in, or how would you coach someone? Because we have about Uh, probably two minutes until our outro. 
so so what I would say to you is that, um, you know, I, I feel like so many people are pretty good givers in relationships mm-hmm. because that's what we have sort of been programmed to do. Mm-hmm. But one thing you can do with gratitude and, um, and you know, there's some real easy and, and not sort of, it seems sort of obvious once you see it, but it doesn't come to you right away. You know, I think the ability to, like, really release and let go, you know, that whole idea that the people who really love you are the people you let go of, because, you know, if you're hanging on tight to somebody or to, any, to anything, actually, it's not really yours, but something that you can give freedom to and that you can receive the freedom of letting go, mm-hmm. that, that's actually a way to experience deep gratitude. And also this mysterious ability to love comes through that. And, you know, the other one that has taken a long time to come to me is this ability to listen. You know, there are people who have said, and I think it's the truest thing that you can say, is that probably the most essential thing about communicating with anybody is not what you say. I mean, and believe me, I'm a talker, so it's taken me a long time to learn this. But, you know, there's no way I can convince anybody of anything. But listening, really listening to somebody is a full, you know, presence activity. And, and, and actually many people have reported that, that being fully listened to is actually what it feels like to be loved. It, so, you know, that, that is the power of it. We have probably one minute left to go. I want everyone to know this, Wendy Sturgar is my guest this evening, Good Clean Love. That's the title of her um, site. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, www.goodcleanlove.com. You can sign up for my weekly newsletter, and this week it's coming up on reconciliation. But make sure you check the last one on release. And there's just so much content on the daily. Um, we have other bloggers, and Lou, I would love if you would want to post some stuff up there. I would be so honored. Absolutely. Um, we have my other dear. bloggers, all kinds of really great writers, right up there too, and new stuff up there every day. So come and visit us at the daily.goodcleanlove.com. And check out our beautiful products, our organic lubes and our our love oils and our body candy at goodcleanlove.com. Wendy, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, it was a total pleasure, and I'm looking forward to having you on mine. Oh, absolutely. The same here, my dear. Thank you, everyone, for being with us this week. Bye for now. A part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget 